Ayo, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I am so excited to be back again with another episode of The Social. And this week, guys, we're talking about something that I'm so passionate about, and that is salon assistants and assistants in general. Are you a hairstylist or a salon owner that is so booked out five days a week, cannot fit anybody else in your schedule until the beginning of the year? And you're like, what do I do? Should I get an assistant? Should I not get an assistant? So I'm going to explain the two ways that you can use an assistant. And then I'm going to give you my opinion on how I think assistants should be used. I think there's only two ways that assistants can be used. And I think a lot of hairstylists now write off assistants so quick because they think that their clients won't like it. And to to their point, there are some hairstylists that use assistants to do absolutely everything for them. And that is where it becomes a problem. So if you're a hairstylist, you're fully booked and you have no room for anybody else in your schedule and you're like, I want to cut down on my days. I want to spend more time with my family. This podcast episode is for you. Listen to me. It is possible to have an assistant and still have that one-on-one connection with your clients. It's all in how you use your assistant. It's all in how you present it to your clients. I'm just going to be honest with y'all real quick. I do not like personally when an assistant is mixing up my color. Like if I'm a client, I'm going to get my hair done and Beth has an assistant and Beth's assistant is mixing up my color. Yes, Beth wrote down my color, but who's to say that the assistant's going to mix it the exact way? You get you, you picking up what I'm putting down? So I don't love that. That's why I think assistants, in my personal opinion, should not be formulating color whatsoever on your client. If they're doing their client, that is another thing. But on your client specifically, I do not believe that assistants should be mixing up your color. Some people have clientele that would absolutely love to have their hair played with double time, which is great. And I do think there is value in that because when you have an assistant, you maximize your time at the salon, you maximize your income at the salon, and you maximize your client experience when it's done correctly. You have two options here. Your first option is that you're going to teach your assistant absolutely everything. They're not only going to hand you foils, clean up your bowls, sweep up the hair. They're also going to be foiling with you mixing up your color, handing you foils, doing a root tap, doing glosses, or your second option is to have an assistant just assist you, period. They don't do anything that you do. Me personally, that's how I use my assistants because if I was the client, I just feel like I don't want your assistant in the other half of my head because maybe her foil pattern is not the same as yours. Even though you taught her your foil pattern, she might not be on that same vibe that day. So the way that I use my assistant is she hands me foils. She mixes up my bleach. She That's the only thing that she mixes up. She does not mix up um, my colors, my glosses, my root taps, my low lights. Anything color-wise, she does not mix up, but bleach she does. She hands me foils. She brushes my clients out at the bowl. She washes their hair. She will condition, um, but I do help her tone. I do help her root tap. I I root tap and she assists me when holding the bottle and holding the hair up. And then she will blow dry. And that is the extent 
of what my assistant does. Some of you that are listening to this is going to be like, wow, Carson, like your assistant doesn't do a lot. But let me tell you what assisting does for my assistant specifically. These girls get to stand here and watch me foil, watch me do every little thing. And I'm teaching them as I'm doing it. And then I allow them to do it on somebody else. If they want to have a model come in or if they have somebody that's coming in for a balayage, I then watch them do it. So if you're going to be an assistant with me, you're going to be more of a look and learn assistant and help just a little bit. Because here's the thing. My clients come to me for the way that I do their hair. They do not come to me because my assistant foils half of their head. Now, just the simple, the literal simple thing of your assistant being able to blow dry your client while you start foiling another client is a drastic change, drastic change. So those are your two options. And then you have to think about this. If I add an assistant, one, will my clients appreciate it? Two, will my clients be okay with it? If your clients aren't okay with it, then you need to raise your prices. Get some of the clients out that don't want to pay your rates. And then you'll be able to be a little bit more comfortable and be able to have a life outside of work. But in my opinion, I'm telling you guys, the industry is going the way of assistance. And if you train somebody the way that you want things done, it can make your life so much easier. You can go from working five days a week to working three days a week because you have an assistant. I'm not saying pack these people in double book all the time. All I'm asking and all I'm suggesting is that you have someone who you have trained to your ability that can just help you out. It's a simple shampoo and a blow dry. That right there, if you think about it, takes off literally 30 minutes of your time. I can full ahead in 30 minutes. And if I can't full ahead in 30 minutes, I can full half of a head in 30 minutes, which means half of a full blonding package price. That's what I want you guys to see with assistants. I feel like assistants get bad reps because there are some hairstylists that literally make their assistants do every single thing that they do, which I'm not knocking you. If that works for you and that works for your clientele, so be it. But it just doesn't work for me and my clientele. I've specifically had people sit in my chair and tell me that they used to go to a hairstylist wherever and they were using their assistants all the time and then they always felt like they were neglected and their hairstylist just kind of pushed them off to somebody else. I do understand the importance of training somebody and I do think that's what assisting programs do and I think if you have one and it works for you I'm so beyond proud of you and happy for you in that aspect but your clients have to be okay with it and my clients are not okay with me triple booking myself and having three people there at the same time now I do haircuts in between colors and I do sometimes colors in between colors but they're not like full full blonding services like I'll do a full blonding then I'll do a root touch-up so then my full blonding needs to be shampooed out or my root touch-up needs to be shampooed out I can do it at the same time because I have an extra set of hands teaching someone how you do specific things is only going to help them in their career when you are hiring assistants you need to need to need to look out for one thing one simple question that you need to ask your assistants are you a career hairstylist it's a simple question. It might be a little bit difficult for some people to answer at first. Are you a career hairstylist? If you have an assistant that is a career hairstylist that is dedicated to this craft and is dedicated to this industry, I promise you right now that you will have somebody that is going to do absolutely anything and everything for you, for your business to make your client experience 10 times better. 
which then will overlap into their clientele and their client experience. And that's honestly all that I could ask for as a salon owner and as a hairstylist who has an assistant. One thing that I will suggest if you are doing an assisting program and you're kind of lost and you don't know where to start or if you're like nervous for your assistant to start taking clients. One thing that I did with my assistant was that she assisted me for I want to say it was like 10 months not doing any of my clients just assisting. She would shampoo and she would blow out occasionally. Um, But she watched how I formulated. She watched how I did placement. Like she really watched me for a while. I mean, 10 months is a long time. And when we opened up the salon, I told her, I said, listen, your first week, which obviously I took a pay cut, which sometimes you have to do that. Just, just suck it up and do it. But I said, listen, the first week that we're open, we get our license. We're ready to, we're ready for business. You're going to get a a week free rent. You're not going to have to pay rent, but what you're going to do is you're going to be in here every single day. And this is going to be your payment. You're going to come in here every single day. I'm going to show you how to do a haircut, show you how to do a layered haircut, show you how to do a balayage, show you how to do a root touch up. And then I want you to do it on the mannequin. So that's what we did. She, um, she did everything on the mannequin and we practiced until we couldn't practice anymore. She really shocked me with how good her color placement was just from simply watching. Okay. And then that next week, I put out like a thing on Facebook that was like, hey, guys, like I'm looking for two, two girls that need to be models for um, hair color. And it's free. I got so many people reaching out to me saying, oh, my gosh, like I would love to have a free service. We found two girls that would be perfect. I found someone with like well, she really did have long hair, but it wasn't super thick. And then I found someone that had short hair so she could highlight it and not get super frustrated. And she sat there and did these services for free. And she did such a great job. So that is a suggestion that I have for you guys. If you're nervous for your assistants to go on the floor, literally just have somebody give them a free week, teach them what you want to teach them. If you're, if you're doing booth rent now, if you're commissioned, that's different. I don't know nothing about that world, but I gave her a free week and she did all the things that she needed to do. And now she feels more confident behind the chair because I took that time to say, okay. And I watched her. I worked right beside her. My, my clients were getting their hair done. She was doing the hair models. And if she had any questions, she would ask me and she absolutely killed it. A lot of people will say that assistants are crazy and that nobody should have assistants because you should have 120% of your time devoted to your clients And I just don't agree with that. I think that if you can find somebody who fits your vibe and who understands the way that you run your clientele, it can only help you. I do not think assistance can be a harm unless you have the clientele where you're using your assistance wrong and your clientele knows that. So if you're a hairstylist and you're like, I'm so booked up, I don't know what to do, reconsider hiring an assistant and yes it's going to be hard for you to find the perfect match and you might have to go through a few of them I interviewed I know I interviewed like four girls for this position and I ended up going with a girl that I have now and she's a booth runner with me um but you just have to find somebody that fits your vibe and talk with your clients because it truly makes a world of difference and like I said I think that we have this understanding of assistants just being Oh, I was about to say a bad word, but (laughs) the assistant's just kind of doing like the dirty work of the hairstylist. And that's just not true. It's not true. Now it it is true for some people. If, if you're the hairstylist that treats your assistants that way, but nine times out of 10, it's not. And it's just amazing what an assistant can do for your business financially. 
and your freaking client experience. I mean, that's honestly all it is for me. It helps my clients. It literally encourages my clients to to feel like they're important. I mean, they've got two people right here. Like I'm educating. They they feel comfortable because I'm educating somebody that's watching me. And they also feel comfortable to let my assistant wash them out. If you are a hairstylist on here or you're about to graduate hair school and you're looking to assist and you're thinking about assisting, I would 120,000% suggest that you do assist. I wish I would have assisted. Assisting was not a thing when I came out of school, more of like a shadowing, but then people really didn't charge for shadowing. Um, So now shadow days are a thing and assisting is a thing. So find a hairstylist that's willing to educate you and willing to put time into you and then run with it, baby. Run with it. This is a little fun fact about South Carolina. I just figured this out. I think I talked about this last week on the pod. Um, But I'm going into more depth now. In order for you to be an assistant in the state of South Carolina and wash people's color out of their hair, blow dry their hair, do anything to do with services, you have to be licensed in the state of South Carolina. And I know what you guys are thinking. Well, that's funny, Carson, because your first assistant wasn't licensed and she was in hair school. And you would be correct. That is a correct statement. And I was mistold and misled. I did not know that you had to be a licensed cosmetologist to be able to wash out hair curler. Because here's the thing with state board. I had another salon owner tell me this like three weeks ago. And she said that when state board came in to open up her salon, they told her that they like you had to be licensed. Here's their here's their reasoning behind this. Obviously, we know that the client's or our assistants that we train get out all the hair color and stuff. But through the state board's POV, it's you're letting someone who's not licensed wash out a chemical service and could potentially leave chemicals in said client's hair, which is understandable. Obviously, we know we don't train our people like that, and that would probably never happen. But that's their stance on it from the state board's point of view. So if you're in the state of South Carolina and you want to assist... I would be cautious who you assist with and I would be cautious what you do as someone who's not licensed because if they find out that you're doing said things that I just mentioned, you might not be able to get your license because somebody might tell on you and I don't want that for you. I don't wish that for you. I hope that does not happen to you, but you're just being fair warned here. Now you know the deal. Now you know the tea. So just be careful. So I mean, if you're going to be an assistant, maybe get into a salon where they pay you hourly and you just kind of assist giving them foils, cleaning up hair, like changing capes, washing towels, like just so you can get the salon experience. And then when you get licensed, maybe go on the floor and be an assistant. The last thing that I want to talk about with you guys before we wrap this up is salon assistants versus personal assistants. Salon assistants means that you have a salon of a bunch of girls And you have hired a bunch of assistants or a few assistants to assist everybody. That to me would be, uh, let me word this correctly. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Let me just say that. But I do think it is good and bad for the student and for the assistant. It is good because you get to see how every single person in the salon runs their business and how they do things because everybody foils different. Everybody does so many things different. It doesn't mean that it's wrong. But it just means they do it different. So that is one thing that you have to keep in mind with assisting everybody. Because the way that Brittany likes her client shampooed might not be the way that Alex likes her client shampooed. So you have to kind of understand that and remember that. 
And the payment for that is that I don't think they're hourly. I think the those salon, quote unquote, salon assistants get paid per service. So I think that's how that works. And then personal assistants, I think, in my opinion, are better because you get to be one on one with said stylist and you kind of get in a routine and a flow of how that stylist likes her things. And then you can kind of go based off of like, hey, like Carson foils this way. Do I want to foil that way or do I want to try something different? Or Carson shampoos this way and she's really she's really adamant on on the scalp massage. Like, do I want to be adamant on the scalp massage with my clients? Like, you know, I feel like you get to learn that person when you assist just one. So it's easier to remember the things that they like and don't like. Keep in mind, hairstylist, that you can literally double your income with an assistant. One person, two sets of hands. It can change your life financially, drastically, if you let it and allow it. It kind of sucks, like, going on Facebook and and seeing so many hairstylists say, I'm so booked up, like, I need to raise my prices, or I'm so tired, I need family time, like, I need to set business boundaries. And I'm like, your problems will be solved if you had an interview process and found somebody that fits your vibe and just helped you. Even if it's not doing anything with the client, sweeping up your hair after you, giving you foils, like, just simple things like that take down time. And I don't think people realize that, that they can utilize someone in that way. One last thing to wrap this entire episode up is that you need to have good business and professional boundaries with your assistants. That is going to be the hardest thing for you as a hairstylist is to not consider your assistant your best friend. I've had two assistants. I had my first assistant. I did that. I was like her best friend. She was staying over at my house. Like we were having dinners together. Like we were truly like really good friends and it became really difficult and really hard for me to separate that when we were at the salon and there was something that wasn't being done that I didn't like or something happened with a client and I was like, I don't appreciate that. It was just hard for me to kind of differentiate the, okay, I'm your boss at work and I'm your friend at home type deal. So making sure you have a set business boundary, do not hang out with your assistant outside of work unpopular opinion. Sorry. Do not hang out with him outside of work. Do not go out with him unless you are going out to dinner, like to talk about business or going out to lunch to talk about business. Don't do it. Save yourself the heartache and save yourself the issues that you will have later down the road. Because when you form a friendship and I'm not saying you don't have to be nice to your assistants and you don't have to be their friend at work, but I'm saying personally, your personal life and your business life need to be separate from your assistant. Okay. You can chat, you can conversate, you can keep up with each other at work, but it needs to stop there. Because if not, you are going to have such a hard time saying, hey, Brittany, um, I know you've been my assistant and my friend for so long, but you didn't clean this up and I need you to clean this up because that's the expectations that I have here. You know what I'm saying? If you've never been in that situation before, I can understand how you could not see it from that point of view. And a lot of people say, well, my clients are my family. No, they're not. You can say they are, but they're not. That's another topic for another day. <laughs> but same with your assistants. Like your assistants are not your family. Like you pay them. This is a money exchange. Like you are their boss. So therefore you should be their boss. And that's it. If you are looking for an assistant, I hope this kind of helped you and gave you some insight on what to look for, when looking for assistance, and how you can utilize your assistance instead of just like pushing them off and having your clients be with them. 
And if you are a hairstylist that's in school, coming out of school, or if you're already an assistant and you're like, oh my gosh, like I want to be a salon assistant or I want to be someone's personal assistant, I hope this kind of opened your eyes to see that you do have options. I hope you guys learned something today from this episode about assistants. If you have any questions, as always, you can literally send me a DM on IG at ctay.hair and I would love to answer any of your questions. I'm just here to make your life and your business 10 times better. And I hope you guys will feel that in this episode. I'll see you guys next week. Bye.